Welcome to the B Movie Breakdown, episode three hundred and twenty. Get your get your joints ready, three twenty, man. You put some stank on that, three hundred and twenty. Yeah, three hundred twenty. Get your joints ready, three twenty. Yeah, he's confused. Yeah, th- three twenty, man. It's three, it's three twenty, man. Corey, Corey's not a hip you cat. Do he doesn't the, know what he's talking about. You could do. You uh, he, he may not. Three twenty. Three twenty somewhere. <laughs> what are you talking about? What? Three twenty blazes. What does that mean? What does that mean? It's three twenty. If it's three twenty here, it's four twenty in uh, on the East Coast. So there you go. He's got a point. It's okay. So it's 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 four twenty somewhere. Yeah, well, but it's... neither of the times, neither of those times exist in America right now. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe somebody just always got a clock at four twenty. Yeah, or maybe somebody always has a clock at three twenty. They always want to be an hour ahead of 4.20 so they can prep okay. that prep time in. And that's what we're doing I mean, here in the B-Movie Podcast. What's up? The B-Movie Podcast? No, the B-Movie Breakdown Podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. I, I've, never, I've never experienced a program where the riffing on the numbers out of the episode goes on for so long. Uh, yeah, that's probably long? true. That might be true. <laughs> it's like the numbers are here. So we'll stop dwelling on the uh, the number of this podcast, uh, but I will mention one more time. It is episode 320 of the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast. We find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the freaking frick frack frickin' frick frock frucks. Uh, okay. All right. What are you doing to me? What is <laughs> happening? What is hap- what is ha- What are you doing to me? You're telling me I'm talking about numbers too long, so I'm going to talk about the word, the F word too long. I'm going to make all these different versions of the F word. We're going to talk about that for a while. We're, we're that new Nicolas Cage talking show. We're going to uh, talk about swear words. Oh my Just, god. We're going to take over. We're going to take over that job right now. No, we're not going to do that. We talk about movies here, uh, absurd, crazy ones of the past and present. Like I said. Uh, sometimes they're big budget movies. Sometimes they're low budget movies. Sometimes they're all over the place. And um, we discuss the next week's movie on the end of every episode. So you two can join in on the madness. That's so you can watch the movie ahead of time before you listen to us discuss them. You can also follow us on social media at B Movie Breakdown. Email us bmbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also DM us on those social medias if you have any movies you want us to watch uh, or movies you made and you want us to watch and things like that. Just shoot us some messages in via email or DMs or however you want to do that. If you want to send a, a messenger pigeon or a <laughs> falcon, oh, wow. like falcon. this week's movie, if you want to send some sort of hawk or falcon, yeah, I know a hawk. Uh, you can you can you can go ahead and do that. But Nick, Angel. do you have any? Yes, we're talking about Angel, voiced by oh, one yeah. Frank Welker. Um, what? Franker, Frank, Franker, Frank Welker was Angel? <laughs> yes, Frank Welker voiced Angel. Awesome. In- <laughs> That's incredible. He sounds just like a falcon, a hawk. <laughs> he's, he's, he's great at those little uh, those I know crazy he is. He's very good. and uh, creature voices and animals. And so- everyone has heard so many creatures by him and they have no idea it was him. Right, they have no idea it was him. The same no idea it was Megatron. All these things. Uh, but, Nick, do you have any uh, plugs that you want to mention? Uh, yeah, just uh, follow me at the uh, Scattered Stores on the Instagram. And if you want to listen to um podcast where you find this podcast about Monsters, Madness, and Mayhem, you can listen to Weird and Fear and 
direct direct to you from the unknown okay <laughs> from the unknown of the internet known as where you get podcasts you don't yep. want you don't want people to think that the where they get podcasts is unknown because then they'll never be able to find it that's true <laughs> so I mean, the, the, it comes from the unknown to the internet. That's kind yeah, of where that's the source. From, from parts unknown, you're hanging out with the ultimate warrior, and you made uh, made some spooky podcasts. Well, I mean, that would maybe in some universe. Yeah, man can dream, Danny. <laughs> yeah. That's what I dream about every time uh, I see the even just see weird and feared. I'm just like, oh man, can I just do one with Ultimate Warrior yet, or from Beyond the Grave, or what? What's going on? <laughs> All right, no, 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 we're not going to have a seance to some when of the Ultimate Warriors. Yeah, when am I going to get this episode? No, nah, we're we're moving on to talk about Warrior with your Ouija board. <laughs> well, I mean, Ouija boards. I mean, I'm looking at my Ouija board right now. I see you're already ready. You're you're all set. Get that fucker warmed up. Well, I think it's warm. Get that fucker warmed up to to contact uh, Warrior. All right, Beyond the Grave. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) uh, we're not we're not going to be contacting Warrior from Beyond the Grave. We're we're going to be discussing a different Warrior, Warrior named Julie, and a Warrior named Mister Miyagi, and the best Warrior of all named Cat Colonel Dugan. Gosh. In this week's movie. The next Karate Kid. No, the next Karate Kid. <laughs> it's the best of the worst. B-movie breakdown. 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 Yeah, Colonel Dugan, he's the best guy, right? He's the best guy in this movie. He's the hey. best character, best man, best guy, coolest Here's guy. Question. Here's a question. What is this guy's job at the school? Is he ROTC? Yes, it's it's a, J- so. it's a yeah. JROTC program, so junior okay. ROTC. Which, which was a thing in a lot of 90s movies, when you really think about it. There's a lot yeah, of 90s movies. They were, yeah. Where, yeah. Um, and how many are these groups? Programs. How many of these groups were, you know, controlled by a man from Vietnam suffering post-traumatic stress syndrome and just thinks the war never ends. I would hope well, I can, not. I would I can hope. Tell you, I can tell you <laughs> one. I can tell you one. I can tell you one right off the top of my head. Major pain. Yes, that's true. That guy was like <laughs> fresh out of combat. It was like he was just it's in just... combat like a week before he went to go teach those kids. Yeah, but I yeah he was but he was a maniac. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was. Ended a lovable, he ended up being a lovable maniac, but he yeah. was uh, also a maniac. America's favorite character, the lovable maniac. Yeah, he. I mean, think of what character sums up America the best. Rambo. No, I was just gonna say the lovable maniac. Oh, oh okay, yeah. But really, but really, there's not like the lovable part just keeps getting less and less these days. Yeah, we need more like, major pains. We need more major pains in this world. Yeah. Well, at some point, you know, people are like, "Oh, he's just that's just them being. They're just stupid. They don't know any better." Then it's like I think they know better. Yeah, we need we need people like Major. Or they Pain don't that are gonna tell children horrific uh, bedtime stories. Horrific like he tells war that, tales before going to he bed. Tells, tells that kid about it. I can't feel my legs. He's <laughs> kicking his little stumps. <laughs> he's he's screaming. He's screaming at the little boy, like to simulate yeah, he's, like he's going the cries of women and children. <laughs> basically, therapy to that small child. <laughs> Basically, just doing a therapy session with that small child. Gotta let it out. Yeah, he even he even kills the boogeyman. He shoots that kid's closet. 
with his gun. He shoots his car closet. Tells him the yeah. boogeyman's dead. Yeah, that's an appropriate action to take. <laughs> Uh, also, before class. we before we move on to Karate, next Karate Kid, also in that movie, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow. Yes, he is. He comes. With, I don't know his capacity. There is strange. How does how does that kid know him? How do, <laughs> I don't know. He's he that kid, like, kind of like a dysfunctional, badass, weird kid. So yeah. he like hires him to come beat up uh, Major Pain, and Bam Bam Bigelow gets his ass kicked. Rough life for Bam Bam. Rough life for Bam Bam. Rest in peace. But right. uh, speaking of R.P., also, uh, you know, uh, Pat Morita in this movie is, is no longer with us. And uh, yeah, he's, he's in the, basically the starring role here. He has more screen time, I feel like, in this one than he did in any I mean, uh, Karate Kids. I feel as far as the Karate Kid canon goes now, since that's a thing that exists, there's a universe that's just a thing mm-hmm. that exists. <laughs> this movie is so much more important in retrospect. I I agree. I feel like it's man, very it's yeah it's great. Chock full of Mr. Miyagi wisdom. This one's just jam packed full and of Mr. Miyagi history. And then like yeah, dude, guy saved him in the dude, war, so he trained him in Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi has got a fucking medal of honor. He's killed a lot of people. You know, <laughs> or, dude, right. nobody gets a medal of honor without killing. I have when do we fucking people? Okay, so let's just jump to current Karate Kid. When do we get the flashbacks of Mr. Miyagi during World War II just laying waste to the enemy? Well, I don't think he has flashbacks right. anymore because he's been no meditating we, and everything. He's trying to he's trying to get no. that out of his head. Right. True. No, he does. He probably is very. I mean, again, karate probably saved him. It probably kept him centered yeah, and dude, at peace. Definitely. But I'm just saying, like. They talk to Mr. Miyagi a lot. I would, I mean, if they flash back to like a younger Miyagi who's just in the war, just de- decimating people. Oh my it's god! Just, it's just him fucking killing Nazis and carrying fucking bodies, dude. Yeah, and then like, then and like, feels sad for all his fellow Japanese Americans that are in internment camps. Yep, yeah, because you know, America. What a crazy thing to address in a child film, too. It's really not. In the not, very beginning of this movie. The yeah, dude, it's the opening of the movie. movie. It's so intense. No, it's awesome. I mean, because, like, <laughs> they choose this movie just to be like, yeah, remember? Don't forget this bullshit. Yeah. And then people and then people do. Well, it's like you watch that and, like, oh, this is intense. And then you see Miyagi with the fucking Medal of Honor, like, the last fucking scene. It's like, dude, this guy's been yeah. through some shit. This is crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, even, I mean, the first Karate Kid they mentioned, when he was away fighting, his wife and kid died in an internment camp. Yeah, dude. Mr. Miyagi. Really intense. Yeah. Poor Mr. Miyagi, dude. What? He would have been been content just to be a janitor in an apartment complex. Oh, yeah, dude. But he was called. Well, you know what? He wouldn't be the man that he was in this movie, so maybe it was for the best. He changed a lot of people's lives. Helped out a lot of people. It's true, he did. We did. It's true. Do you do you think that in this one, like he was like so kind of like eager to train Julie more so because like he realized like in the other ones where he was like hesitant to train oh, Daniel? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like, think he totally. just kind of recognized his talent and then he realized like he he could he could spread some good, you know? Well and Julie I mean Julie has the in because he basically already considers like he considers Daniel family now, but he already yeah. considers Julie family. I mean, she knows she got the basics of his karate when she was a child. Because yeah, that's the thing that just happens all the time in this universe. Right. Just... 
pass down uh, familial Japanese martial arts. Right. <laughs> Grandfather to, to her dad. Uh-huh. To, to her. Yeah. Three generations all coming from Mr. Miyagi. Not bad, dude. Um, but I'm I'm also I'm also <laughs> surprised um, that he uh, was so eager though because you know like he says many times in the movie, boys easier. So uh, so many times, just like how girls are so difficult and boys. Well, I think are so he's much... <laughs> he's learning. Well, I mean, he only says that because Julie is totally. He tries to do the same Daniel tricks, and she's like, nah. And he's like, yeah. Oh. Which is concerning to me that how many times did he walk in on Daniel just in his underwear and thought it was cool to do? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> then it's Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> because he's like, oh, I, I live with a boy, a boy, and that was like different. It was like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. It was like, so there was like, oh, this is weird. It comes from a different culture, too. You know, like Japanese bathhouses are pretty popular. Dudes are walking around, jumping in. Uh, <laughs> What do you call them? Hot springs. That's kind of a more common practice over there. Yeah, the, you know, the Japanese a... hot springs that were in like uh, futile Japan when Mr. Miyagi no, was growing it's still, up. It's still a common practice. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, he did, he, le- he left Okinawa when he was like 18, I think. So he spent most of his time in America. Yeah, he was 17. Yeah. yeah, so... Um, you know, when he went know, to exile because he wouldn't kill his best friend. God, it's like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Well, you know, you know, but you know what? Not, I, uh, not only did uh, Mr. Miyagi, though, we're talking about him teaching uh, Julie's dad martial arts, but uh, Julie's dad taught Mr. Miyagi how to dance. Yep. So there was a trade off well, there. Julie's, there Julie's grandpa did. <clears throat> Julie's grandpa, There's, again, sorry. It's three, gen- no, but it's three generations. You have to stress how absurd it is that. Yeah, it, I, I, mean, I keep forgetting. Yeah, it is. Because right. I keep forgetting that she lived like the grandpa. Like I keep, I'm, I'm mixing it up. Um, but yeah, her parents were no, dead. Right. We, find that out. we find that very early on. Her parents are dead. Yeah, we sure she died in the car accident. When are we gonna find out that that was a conspiracy? He worked with the government. He knew something. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. Is that gonna be in Cobra Kai season four? I mean. And then- and Miyagi was behind it. He's actually a, a Japanese double agent. No, you better God. stop that talk. <laughs> you better no, stop Miyagi. that and he's, right he's keeping now. An eye on her. He's keeping an eye on Julie's son to make sure she doesn't fucking come back for revenge. Or, or he's really just her. training these like sleeper agents. He's training these kids to be these like oh, fucking sleeper been agents. It. Yeah, that's true. He wants them to not fight until they hear this, like hear the fucking code word, and then they fucking blah, 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 they fucking start killing everybody. Yeah, dude, that's that's the fucking real shit in fucking Miyagi Do. Miyagi Miyagi Do sleeper agents. Daniel's just one. He's waiting to. He's just gonna flip out when one episode of Cobra Kai and just fucking go crazy. Fucking Miyagi's really like a fucking uh, solid snake. Oh, wow, dude, that's fucking nuts. Oh my god, he's part of a shadow government. But after wa- after watching this movie, like, if people forget about this movie, which I mean, I'm sure a lot of people do. Well, people write this movie off mostly, uh, but like I'm sure there's tons of Cobra Kai fans that like to- still write this movie off. And but like she, like Hillary Swink's got to show up at some point. Of course she is. At this point, there's no question. Yeah, why not? They're, they're gonna go out of their way to get her because they're gonna want to. If they got multiple seasons left, there's no question they're gonna have to deal with this like, whole madness too. This movie was just as enjoyable as I remember it. It's really intense. It's crazy. Uh, like gonna, the bad gonna, guys. I did like I did like this movie, but there is a part in the middle where it does kind of like take a yeah. What? My interest yeah. was like kind of like it was kind of losing me. For I mean, a I, I love the whole thing. At w- so, which point was that? Like right before she went to the uh, the um, sanctuary. 
I don't, is that what it would be? That, uh, the monastery? Kind of just in the monastery, some of that. Like, I don't know. This is great. Yeah, it was fine, but some of it was just, there's not, maybe it wasn't even in the middle of it. There were just certain points in the movie where, like, slowing down and, like, some of, like, the like teenage drama stuff was kind of just getting, like, it just wasn't like how the other karate kids, I feel, are paced better. Whereas uh-huh. this one, I feel like it wasn't as wasn't paced as well as as the other ones yeah. were. But um, but I, I still I still enjoy this movie definitely. I watched it a yeah. lot when I was a kid, uh, so I definitely still still enjoy this movie uh, for what it is. I think people give it a bad rap just because like there's a girl, girl karate kid. Wow. Yeah, people people do love doing that. Fucking twenty years later. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, girl Ghostbusters, get out of here. You can't. They can't have vaginas. <laughs> yeah, the problem, the vaginas. problem with that movie isn't their gender. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently I like it is. Nah, man, like it sucks. Movie, so. I'm on suck team. Sucks. It's not good. Uh, the jokes uh, are not good. They're not funny. They're not even. They're just too in your face. They're too over the top. Hey, Ghostbusters. Um, the yeah. new one. The, I enjoyed the, it with the ladies. Nah, I'm on. Yeah, pass. <laughs> get it out of here. <laughs> it's a shame because I was excited to see it, and I was like, "This just isn't a good movie." You're on team no, no ladies. So no, uh, I didn't say that. No it's lady, not, no, that's what they call them. Speak, uh, speaking no. of ladies, though, Hillary Swank in this movie, uh, she is one of the younger cast members as far as the teens go. <laughs> to this high school. Yeah, um, yeah, because she's 20 years old when this movie was came out. Sure. She's sure. like about 19, like just about, she just, I think she turned 20 or something during the making of it. So yeah. she's like 19, 20. She's one of the younger ones. Um, the guy who plays her boyfriend, Eric McGowan. Yeah. Almost 30, yeah. right? Uh, he's 24. Okay, <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's fine. I thought he was older. Man, totally the, second, the second you see him, you're like, that is a 30 year old man. I thought he was a teacher. Man. I thought he was supposed to be a teacher at first because I kind of <laughs> forgot about the movie. I thought he was a kid. I mean, come on, they're all they're all equally de-age or yeah, they're all equally like de-age. Like we're all just this age. Okay. And he was say, he was the oldest looking one I think out of all the quote unquote kids. Oh, 100 yeah, 100%. He was the oldest looking kid for sure. Cuz it's funny cuz like when he's walking the halls and they de- and they have all sorts of actual teens as yes. extras, it makes him look like stand out like a sore thumb so bad. It's like Wow, yeah. like they should have they should have just hired older, like similar age, 20 something background actors, not real teenagers. Yeah, it, it would have made it look a little bizarre. Better. Yeah, in the crowded the hall scenes. But even the kid who was like the that guy who played Ned, he was around the same like 23, 22. Sure. Yeah, dude. Ned. And all, also, and what's uh, wrong know, with Ned? What do you do? Ned's a cool guy. He's fantastic. We'll get into that. He he's, he's wonderful. <laughs> Um, yeah, really. Another wonderful guy, Charlie, in this movie was played by Walton Goggins. A lot of people give this movie, you know, a lot of things for like, oh, Hillary Swank's first like starring role, whatever. But uh, I, I didn't even realize that Walton Goggins was in this. But the second he popped on screen, I was like, holy shit, look who it is! Uh, and Walton Goggins is a fantastic, uh, fantastic actor, character actor. Uh, pretty much watch anything that that guy's in. Uh, I've never seen that CBS show he has that I, does not. How, him, how old but, was he in this? Because he kind of he seemed like one of the younger. Oh uh, yeah, I think he actors. was. I think he was about like twenty. I think he's about like was twenty he? in this. Uh, so if you want to see something fantastic that Walton Goggins is in, uh, two things. Obviously, he's great in everything, but uh, Vice Principals and uh, Oh okay, the Righteous Gemstones. He's Dude, fantastic in yeah. What's his What's his character's name in Righteous Gemstones? Uncle What? 
Uncle uh, it's like Billy. Billy Bob. Uncle Billy. Uncle Billy. Oh, Uncle my God. Billy. He's so fucking weird. <laughs> He's really pretty, weird. Pretty incredible on that show. He's also fantastic and vice principals. He's a fucking a little bit of a maniac. And he played a maniac in this movie, so maybe this movie helped him be that maniac in uh, Vice Principles. There you go. Uh, he, he's not the, the most ma- maniacal of the uh, of the alpha elite, and uh, that's the bad guy crew that we're dealing with this time. They we're really are. Cobra Kai. Uh, there is no like other martial art group. It's just this ROTC program that's called the Alpha Elite, and this school that they they that. I mean, this it's really the only the one thing to talk about most about this movie is Alpha Elite. Yes. Like, yeah, cause that's like, there's, there's the so much out. to talk about, yeah, it's but so like crazy. The, the school that, that Julie goes to is her school is known for this group. Yes. Right. It's really weird. It's mentioned that, that that's the one thing that the school is known for is the alpha elite. Why? Why is the school known because, for this ROTC? Like I understand because, like, in like because major a fascist pain, shadow government is running a high school. That's why <laughs> right? it's fucking weird, dude. In it's major so pain, weird. In major pain, it was like already like a military school that they were at yes. or whatever. Yeah. But like they participated in like various games. So there was like trophies. So it was like reasons why the school would be known for certain things, right? They had that like they had that whole thing, and there was like they trophies, whatever. So it's like oh, the prestigious like this oh pre-military school. Even in like a thing like Ghost of Buxley Hall, it was like the same kind of thing where it was like this military school. Yeah. And uh, I mean, if, if anything, that's one thing I wanted out of this movie is if, if we could have combined this movie, Next Karate Kid, with the Ghost of Buxley Hall and How? have the ghosts what? What be are you in talking this. Sorry. Uh, see, Thank you, man. <laughs> I am upset. Now I'm mad that you fucking yeah, Civil War ghosts. Uh, I'm sort of Civil War on this podcast. Yeah, Civil, Civil War conservative union ghosts. And then, you, <laughs> and then you find out that the Alpha Elite dated back to the Civil War. That's how oh. far back the, the Alpha Elite. <laughs> Were they part of the Confederacy? <laughs> no, they're in Boston. They're based out of Boston, so it was yeah, like they 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 Confederacy the underground thing in Boston. They wouldn't go back to the Civil War. They would go back to the literal revolution. <laughs> These would be like original American like stormtroopers that helped win our country. So we can just say that it was always, well, I mean, it always, you know, who knows? Who knows what goes on behind the scenes? Alpha who knows what secrets this country possesses? was so intense. Like, you couldn't even... I mean, they're called Alpha Elite. How, how much of a supremacy name do you want? Alpha Elite. I get it. Thanks. They're also committing open assaults without fucking any sort of interaction from the rest of the Seriously. school. And, and it's like... It doesn't matter. It's crazy. Yeah, and the school believes everything uh, Colonel Dugan says. Michael Ironside, dude, he's he, running. He's running it from behind the scenes. That's why. I mean, he shows up in the cop car when like Julie. Why is he? With yeah. The why is he because with the police? He, the police why? picked him up, dude. They picked yeah, him up they're like his house and bombed Yeah, the come on. What the fuck? Sometimes dude, the police help the bad guys. I think we've seen examples of that. Them. I think we've seen examples of that recently, where the police help the bad guys, kinda. Uh, yeah, it's they so just do that. That was it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's they don't late. even know who's at the school. It's like, come on, maybe we'll get to beat somebody up. Well, I hope so. That's what was going on. This is what hey, happened. Your, school, alarm went off your school is under attack right now. Your school is under attack. Come with and join up. Yeah, that's what happened. They called him because the fire alarm went off, picked him up from his house, and brought him there. Yeah, I mean, he's an honorary they, police officer. They just <laughs> they just drove to his house, knocked on the door. He stopped cleaning all his weapons he had spread across his table, and he's like, it's time to go. <laughs> Crazy, dude. dude, when he popped out of the police car, I was like, what the Why? fuck? Why? <laughs> Why? 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 No. And also, 
So why were those kids there so late? Are their parents concerned that they're like staking out? I understand like, okay, there were a few break-ins, obviously, Julie. So like there should be watch over the school. But shouldn't the police be like maybe just taking some drives by, drive-bys and things like that? Why is the Alpha Elite, this student-ran program? I don't know. Free? Why are they there? They're running the school. They're running the school. What if if somebody, what if somebody gave uh, John Kreese's Cobra Kai actual power over a a facility? Yeah. Like Pat said, you get your, you get your fascist police state inside of a building because you have these maniacs rule by force and just tell people what knock things, push people around. Everybody scatters when they walk because like here comes, here come the fucking, you know, the, the stormtroopers. Here they come. Yeah. Cool. They're allowed to assault women in here. This is fun. Yeah, the, this is a great cool, environment for cool, high schoolers. Uh, <laughs> yin-yang. They're cool 90s Dude, yin-yang. the simple. fascist yin-yang. What the fuck? Right. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. How contradictory is that? I mean. <laughs> the red, black, and white yin-yang. It's like. <laughs> fascist. Ta- I mean, they take they take all your good symbols and make them terrible. Oh, That's what they do. man. I want That's that hat, what they do. I really want that hat. <laughs> I mean. Oh yeah! If the, if the, if somebody like put that out, I would definitely I, I would no. I would get one of the shirts, but just the fucking symbol on the sleeve. The there's only hat. one. Yeah. There's only that. yeah. There, I mean, there's a there's something I want to buy, but walk around with your t-shirt, you and your jeans. <laughs> well, there's there's that. That's cool. You yeah, want to buy like an armband? No. Who me? Yeah. No, I don't want to buy anything Alpha Elite. In different Karate Kids, there's different things I want to buy in different Karate Kid shows. Oh, there's, there's something there's something oh, that I like a lot. Like sweet oh, matching season, Cobra Kai. I, there's a thing from season three that we won't talk about because Yeah, that's seen why it. I was just I wasn't even gonna say when it was coming, but you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I, I know I know what you're talking about. I figured you would. I know. <laughs> I, I caught on. Uh, but yeah, there, I I would also enjoy that as well. Um, but you know, it's kind of weird to begin with with just Miyagi, and he goes to you know, Julie's grandma's house and this whole Correct. dynamic between the grandma and the grandma. I mean, I know, understand that Miyagi is like close with the family, but like clearly Julie really doesn't know him at all. No, not and at the all. Grandma just leaves her with him. She gets yes. left with a stranger. Come on. Yes. No. Yeah. But grandma trusts Mr. Miyagi. So it's like, she's like, no, that's just a stranger. Yeah. That's, that's, fine. that's what, that's the aspect that's weird. It's like, she doesn't know him at all. Grandma does, yeah. That's cool. Sure. Just Miyagi. Yeah. But that girl, be like, if I was that girl, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? But Julie's just she was. Was way yeah, she more was. upset. <laughs> Julie is comfortable with strangers, though, because she barely knows Eric, and she just jumps in his car with him and just takes off. I mean, they're uh, high schoolers. That's how you, yeah. That's how you make friends. Also, Eric's car. Oh, man, that thing is awesome. That was yeah. that was a fucking uh, it was insurrection awesome. against America when they destroyed his car at the end. That was bullshit, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those dude. fuckers. Blew up that beautiful car. Again, they are just maniac. They just do whatever correct. they want, and yeah, nobody correct. cares whatever what they the do. Think, they could do anything everywhere. Do you think that in high school, like, dude, I'm 17 and I'm blowing cars up. What the fuck is going on? Well, they well, do I mean, they, realize that. When they <laughs> that's do what, that, that's what's that's yeah, when that's the turning point. <laughs> right. Which again, which I guess I was gonna, you know, I guess we're we're right there because it goes like in that moment, even fucking Ned, like you see sympathy in Ned. It's like this is what these fuckers do. There's a total maniac. He's a borderline rapist, and he's clearly oh, just assaulting. Dude, he's he's yeah, right he's clearly, there. He's yeah, right he's, there. I mean, we don't dude, know what he's other walk girls. into that greenhouse at the end of that one scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, he's, yeah. Not, this is he's just targeting, another test of, like, being yeah. a teenage girl would be – it's not fun. <laughs> 
Well, he's targeting Julie, but how many other girls did he target before her? And they didn't, oh, you know, put the up a fight. The things he was saying oh, yeah. was like, just Terrible. come with me and I won't like harass you. We'll yeah. take you up to the fucking what, whatever yeah. and uh, we'll fuck uh, in my car. Well, it's the, I'm the, pretty the, sure. implica- the implication is there, as uh, well, some people would say. I'm pretty sure. Know, there um, wasn't even really implication. He was like, come with me up to this like makeout hill or uh, unless I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of you. Yeah. And then he's like, Hurray. and the thing is, and then during the day, during the school day, clearly they don't go to class because they're just glorified hall monitors. Yeah. They're just walking around the hall fucking with people. It's nuts, dude. It's really crazy. It's true. What about What about Dugan's speech when the kids were standing outside in the quad? And Miyagi walks over to him. He's talking about like your enemies invading the government and the and the fucking country. What the fuck was that, dude? Yeah, he's talking it's about so what he's dude. He's cr- it's, it's a foreshadowing, cult. dude. I, I think I'm pretty sure they were supposed to be white supremacists. Of course they were. Out of like was the a- thirty or so kids, <laughs> there was maybe one black kid, and the rest were all white kids. No, they were totally. And yeah, I don't even I mean, know the one kid I saw was like black. He was in the background, and it was like he was out of focus. So. Could have just been some and fucking kid who came there from California. Yeah, his speech was, and I mean, you know, we picked a good a good week to watch this film because I'm sure Ned was marching on the Capitol last week. <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> if he didn't change, if he didn't completely change his ways after Colonel Dugan fucked him over. Yeah. But yep. can you Dugan, imagine if Dugan was alive, he'd be there. Oh, oh yeah, one hundred. Oh yeah, for sure. Could you imagine any school actually having that? Like no, having I, that. It, 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 I mean, it, I haven't been to every school in America, Corey. There's no, exists. there's no way that anybody would be ever be okay with it. Nobody in the community would ever, even like maybe like Corey, a, tough. Well, maybe, they don't want pussies in their school. Maybe in like I don't, I don't even know about even in the seventies or something. But like, yes, they'd the 90s, be fine with that. Especially in this, but in the nineties, there's definitely nobody that's like okay with like that happening at their kids' school. If anything, they're taking their kids. Out. That school's death. Like a, a group of kids that can walk around and just fuck with kids. No, it's insane. It's really, really nuts. Well, the school with the R, the uh, the you know the the junior that you know ROTC program or whatever. Like the school also has clear other ties to the military. Because like it's not a military school, but it's got other ties to the military. So like yeah. that's just in, that's just ingrained into it. Like the, the discipline and whatever, like they don't they don't care. I mean, the military, some of that stuff has not been great for you know, like the abuses and things. So, like the school, I mean, yeah, should parents be complaining? Sure, but those parents could just be like, "Quit being a pussy, kid. Maybe you should join Alpha Elite." And then <laughs> go into the park and watch Colonel do, du- and then have Colonel Dugan just punch you in the gut like eight times and knock you to the ground and tell you you're weak and soft and a, a loser. I mean, that'd be he- fun. And maybe not let you take phone calls from your parents because if you take a phone call, you're out. You're fucking done. Yeah. Right. And then Eric makes a sacrifice, and it's just Julie calling to say, "Hey, how's the how's Angel doing? How's my how's my hawk?" Yeah. And he he laughs because he's like, "Ah, oh, whatever, fuck him." <laughs> well, yeah, because that's when he decides yeah, like things like, are like, oh, well, fuck. Because yeah. like I can't even take a fucking phone call, even if it really was my mom. I could. I was gonna like, even that like, secretary was like afraid to step in and say something to that psycho. Oh yeah, yeah it's fear. Yeah, it's dude. ruled through fear. She was scared. She was afraid. Yeah, to talk to yeah, that dude. Psycho. This fucking cult that exists at this fucking school, you can't fucking uh-huh. mess with that. With the alpha elite. Yeah. Cult. What What has Dugan done to other fucking like, um, members of the administration that people just like fucking listen to him without question? Dude, I'm afraid to, to fucking confront him. He runs the school. <laughs> it's fucking. Well, he, it's I mean, so we watched it happen. 
We've watched it happen with government now. What he did, like anybody who thought he was fucking crazy left. They're like, no, we're gone. Yeah. And then yeah. whoever oh, stuck oh, around yeah. is just whoever stuck around is like, I guess this is my life. This is a weird place <laughs> to get a get a paycheck from, but <laughs> well, I gotta deal with these fascist yin yang gangs. It's like get out of here. <laughs> fascist yin yang gangs. Oh man, that's a I new mean, term I love. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> it was so insane. And yeah. honestly, while we're while we're still talking about Alpha Elite, the most insane thing that happens and that they do in the, in the entire movie is that bungee jump during the prom. Why? What was the point? You, what, what does that do? What, what are you trying to <laughs> what teach me there? Why does it happen? <laughs> they weren't even invading. They just bungee I seriously jump. threw down my notebook, and I was just like, what is happening? Why? Yeah, and then the that point? guy fucks his arm up. He gets right. hurt. He crashed like a zebra, dude. He fucking yeah. destroyed that yeah. gazebo. <laughs> Eric and Julia are basically like, why did you do this? Imagine like Ned said it would be okay. What did imagine, Ned do? He's like, yeah. Imagine that happening at your prom. I did. That's like, what I envisioned. I did. Like you're at the prom, you're at any school dance, and all yeah. of a sudden from the bleep, from the t- rafters, three guys bungee jump. I kind of wish it would have been that kid bungeeing. I, was fun. Oh boy. I yeah, because I know. you know what? Yeah, because if that bungee cord is just a little bit longer, you're dead. <laughs> you die. Well, also that the ceiling, uh, the ceiling in a gymnasium is not that tall, so they had to have some like the shortest bungee yeah, cords. That's what I'm right. saying. Is that a safe height to bungee from? I don't no, think so, it's dude. Not, you would die. Nope. You get... Yeah, that guy would have cracked his head on the fucking basketball court. <laughs> there would be no neck on the fucking you just... half right, court. Exactly. And even even hitting the gazebo, dude. That's you're fucked. He's fucked up. That's dude. another thing too. Eric, that guy's bouncing, and Eric grabs him as he's bouncing to stop him. That would, that's dangerous as fuck, too. He could have fucking the, thrown you across well, the gym. The entire stunt. And um, and then, like, they're like, uh, Eric's like, he broke his arm. Like, why would you, you know, what, what he broke his arm. You can't let him, he's hurt. He needs to die. And then Ned goes, at least he was brave enough to do it. Yeah, what? What are you <laughs> talking about, man? Yeah, Eric, you wisp, you did a bungee jump in the gymnasium on prom night, you loser. It's like what? <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It's such a weird quote. At least he was brave enough to do it. It's awesome. Which, I well, for one, there's only three of them that did it. So uh, even if Eric was still part of them, was he even would he even been asked to do it? It's not like oh, so brave to do it. Only fucking three of them. They had like three bungee cords, and they and it's like they do this like perfect dive. It's so ridiculous. I mean, it's not really perfect. He crashed into a gazebo. Well, I mean, like, the way, they, the way they, like, dive with their arms out. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like a suicide s- dive. <laughs> dude, it was a suicide dive. I mean, Damn it, it would have been it would have been bad. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. I could not stop laughing. I, cu- I fucking couldn't believe that that was even a part of it. And then when, when, they, when Eric and Julie leave, they're just leaving. They really don't say much to them. And then Ned's like, he challenged me. No, yeah, right. I, Ned don't is, Ned, I don't know why he was mad. He was yeah, so Ned's mad. All, I mean, nothing. again, after I just complained to you about, like, you know, I think in the season three of Cobra Kai, some of the back is just real absurdly evil. Even just like random bad characters, just like really evil. And then I watch this and get fucking Ned. Like, oh my God, oh, fine. Yeah. This is just how it goes. Bullies, yeah. this is just how bullies are. They're at yeah, a lot they, all the time. But they, Duke they, and, yeah, had, they're fucking. They had to crazy. step it up in this one. Because in Karate Kid 3, Terry Silver is a is a crazy person. 
Well, how about the guy that gets to battle Daniel at the tournament? He's also a maniac. Yes, that's what I mean. Though, like the Credit Three is ramped up like mega time, like re- craziness. Terry is an absurd character. He's even more absurd than Crease. And then the the his like protege kid that is like yeah the one that fights Daniel. He's out of control. It's just like a but, whole. But also, but I mean, in Credit Kid too, like Daniel did literally have a battle to the death. Like, yes, it was a death match. Daniel has a death match in the second film. Mr. Miyagi has to tell him this fight's for real. It's a death <laughs> match. Good luck <laughs> to a kid who to a kid who barely knows karate. No, he's trained, dude. You, that's not that's insulting. Yes. Barely knows karate. He, that a death match. If you're in a death match, you should not have only done karate for a couple of years. Or not even I mean, like a year. You did credit for a year. Miyagi do man. Miyagi do man. I don't think there's like a uh, come on man. Uh, a, a lowest level where you should be like, oh, now I can have a death match. You just shouldn't. You should just should not have death matches. That's what it's no. Should but be. you should at least be a so experienced that you know you're not gonna fucking fail. That sounds <laughs> like air talk. There's a there's a difference yeah, between what are you afraid? There's a difference, there's you a difference afraid between a death match. Yeah, there's a difference between the All Valley fucking karate tournament and a fucking death match in in Japan. At least Daniel like, was brave enough to fucking partake in it. Hell yeah, yeah he was. He was that's what enough. matters, the honor. Right, Daniel doesn't <laughs> care. Honor over death, dude. Yeah, because overconfidence has never gotten Daniel into trouble in any film and then oh, in nope. any series. Nope. Never hurt anybody ever. Nope. No, never. <laughs> never did. Nope. <laughs> never. Uh, but you know, if we're gonna, you know, the Alpha Elite is obviously the most like thing to focus on in this movie because it's outrageous. But you know, there is also the 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 story of Julie. She's like kind of like mean and rude and becomes Her like dead. yeah, but she and she becomes like you know compassionate with Miyagi and learning from him, all because she almost got hit by a pizza guy. Yep. Uh, <laughs> almost died. And does this absurd, like, fucking... It's like a tiger stance, he calls it, I believe. Yeah, yeah this, yeah, like, yeah. fucking... To, to dodge the, the pizza truck. And that he poor was... pizza guy. Oh, yeah. I know, I felt bad for him. Yeah. He's like, I'm he sorry, really... I didn't... Oh, yeah. my God! Like, Are you sure you're this, okay? this woman just ran out into traffic, and I'm just, like, driving to deliver my pizza. So, Hillary Swank must be, like, some sort of athlete. She did a lot of, like... She was doing some fighting. She's doing that fucking jump kick. She she threw a like a, a kick straight up in the air. She was doing a standing split. She's definitely like an athlete. I'm sure she got in some sort of, you know, some training and things like that for the movie to be able to do oh, a few I would think things, so, yeah. and things like that. Uh, but you know what one of the weirder parts in this movie was just that babysitting montage. No man, it's she the that's fucking she has classic to... kung fu training, yeah. dude. Daniel wa- washes cars. Yeah. Julie babysits three children who Miyagi kept handing missiles to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first when Miyagi's like walking across the street from, from like he one, one minute he's at their house like waxing the car and the next minute she's like, Mr. Miyagi. And like he's like across the street walking from these other people's house. I Before he said what he was doing, I was like, what the fuck is what's Miyagi? Yeah, like Miyagi's up to something. Yeah, what's I was like, well, Miyagi's doing here? something here. Yeah, it was very, very just... Uh, he was trying to mentor very, some uh, more uh, uh, kids that were out of line. Yeah, well, I mean, he did, he he uh, he does deal with some people that are out of line throughout this movie, other than the Alpha Elite, uh, those creeps at the gas station on their way to the... Yeah, uh, dude, those guys were creepy. Sanctuary. Fucking any creep in this movie is, like, at 11, like... 
Nick again, super bad. And like the creepiness of him, of that gas station guy was like, I'm going to sick my dog on you. I thought they were going to like hit on her or something, like something like sexually creepy. Well, then later he was. He was like, they were. The dog was going to scare her. Raise his eyebrows at her. (laughs) Yeah, the dog was going to bite her and then he was going to have to like have sex with her. I don't know. That's probably part of his plan. He trained his dog to hold down women while he raped him. Oh my God. Fucking what the hell? Oh my God. Drunk in the gas station. I've yet to see that in real life, but I've seen it in plenty of movies. There's fucking hillbillies sitting around getting pissed drunk, playing poker in a gas station. I've never seen that. <laughs> You've been going to the wrong gas stations. No, I've been going to the right gas stations if I haven't seen that. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some gas stations where that should have been happening. I've seen the table and I've, it's been out of the way. I'm like, this could happen here, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. If I ever walk into a gas station that's going on, I'm just going to do a 180 and just keep keep on driving down the road. I mean, it's usually, I don't know, I guess it could be like the remote areas or like the the few locals that there have no other place to hang out. Because it's usually like a gas station, like general store, maybe. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy. So like this is this is the hangout. It's like people who used to hang out when, when like, um you know, big block stores used to have like dining areas. I mean, some still do. A lot do, actually. People just yeah. sit around. And that's just that's like the smaller version of that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, just, yeah. like just hang out in public. And especially uh, like on the East Coast and things like that, gas stations they still have some states where they have um, self serve, non self serve. Like we're so used oh, to yeah, self serve. Yeah, yeah. It's been that way for us like our entire life growing up. Self serve gas stations. Yeah. But um, out east, they have still have non self serve. Yeah. Look what they got. And, look what they got us to do. We don't even pay for it. We pump our own gas. Pump my own how gas offensive. like a fucking chump. <laughs> yeah, how offensive. I mean, everybody remembers that. In Oregon, when they had to start doing it, it was amazing, all the freakouts. It was like a different world. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm not trained something. for this. I'm not trained for this. This isn't safe. What are you talking about? And the whole country <laughs> just laughs at them. <laughs> those, hopefully those people never left Oregon. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm pretty sure it was Oregon. It was. Yeah, I can't recall that, yeah. Man. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I this remember is so funny. I remember thinking like, that, like, hopefully there's none of these people that are upset ever left the, the state and had to like what would go happen? to a state where they had to drive and pump their own gas. Would they just, like, pull up and just, like, sit there for, like, 20 minutes? I'm like, is that guy coming? Yeah, I'm sure they would. <laughs> is, is he coming? Like, and then they look around, they see people, pump, like, and then they just, I mean, they probably just would get out. Or I remember talking to some people who had never been, like, to, I think it was somewhere in, in Jersey or something where they still do it. And like they went to the gas station and they started doing it. They got out of the car and just started filling up their own tank. And the guy came out and was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Oh, are they? Are you like not allowed to do it? Yeah, you're not supposed to. Oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. a weird. Yeah, it's like a weird job security. Well, it was like a weird job security thing. I don't know. Oh, is there like yeah. a pumpers union out there? <laughs> like three dudes <laughs> jump out of yeah, the bush and fuck you up if you're yeah, the local <laughs> you're pumpers taking their job. Yeah. Hey, hey, like normally they, they have this whole thing, the whole propaganda where like they just convince people no one else can do this. But us. they have these weird, like sad union meetings. Imagine like two I random. It could be pretty cool. You just get paid to pump gas and yeah. they make a lot of money. They beat your ass and then they throw you in your car and they pump you full of gas and they fucking tell you to oh give them money. God, and they send you on your way. I don't this is the that, alpha elite gas. I don't like, this I'd be is so like confused. some fucking. I'm that like, they kinda... beat me up, but then they put me in the car and they filled up my gas, but then they wanted money. I didn't know what was going on. This isn't like some fucking I, the Irishman with the fucking unions and stuff. This no, is how... dude. The fucking dude. The gas pumpers union is super, super hardcore, dude. They're 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 dwindling. They need to fucking. Yeah. They, they got to fight for their for their lives out there. On that show that was on HBO this year, that John Wilson, Tosh, 
how to with John Wilson. Mm-hmm. There's an episode where he goes to this like referee store, and because he hey. didn't, he, he like didn't know. He's like, oh, this exists, this referee store, and he goes to it, and he's talking to this guy who's a referee, and he finds out there's like a referee union in like the in New York City for all I these guys who referee all these like park game like games in park, all these different like local soccer matches it's like all these soccer uh, awesome. and stuff and he goes uh, to their like uh union referee union uh party <laughs> it's really weird are they all wearing their striped shirts no it's very unconventional and they're all complaining about not getting paid uh oh it's it's very <laughs> it's fucking insane a very insane moment does happen during that scene but i won't spoil it in case either of you ever watch the show um but yeah it made me uh i don't even know how are we talking about unions again uh, we're talking about the pumpers union at the gas oh, station. oh the pumpers union at the gas stations <laughs> Jesus. um but yeah so you mean like julie like she has like the typical like right like the typical like story you would think would happen in this movie uh she goes with miyagi to, to you know <laughs> find herself kind of thing with this monk sanctuary in Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, yeah, Maine, I mean, it's a big New country, Hampshire, man. wherever, wherever yeah. they drive to somewhere outside of Boston. Yeah, sure. Uh, Canada, maybe, I don't know, somewhere to, to go to this. Uh, I don't know if it's that far. Canadian Japanese monks. That sounds cool. <laughs> Japanese yeah. monks. I mean, I don't know. Whatever they're doing, that's where they decided to have their little sanctuary. But yeah, I mean, her story is like is pretty much what you think, what you would expect to, to happen, right? With the, with a good the one. way the movie mm-hmm. goes. I could have used one more. It? I could have used one more battle with the baggage before the climax. Yeah, just one. That's 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 yeah. Just that's one. I I feel like it did lack that. Where while this movie is like the Karate Kid, and there is like some karate stuff, there's not enough of that. Well, just there's, one. There's, she only fights that one time. Doesn't she? Right. There's more. Right. Much just more one teen, more. There's much more teen drama, and I think it was like a. I don't know why, because I mean, you could you almost be like, oh, it's a '90s thing, but there's so many '90s kid action movies. Sure. That. There, that's not the. I don't. It's just a weird thing that they just decided to have the one. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I would I mean, I wouldn't take anything out. I would just. But then it would be like a two and a half hour movie. It didn't feel like two hours to me when I watched it. it doesn't yeah. seem like it's that long. But no. I'm like, oh Jesus. But I, yeah, I could have. Um, not that it needs to be two hours and like ten minutes, but like just one one extra fight scene, just one. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. When the monks visit Julie though, and the and those monks, it's awesome. Together, they they reminded me of the monks that are in Surf Ninjas. Dude, I don't remember. Yes, them. I don't yeah, remember I remember them. them. Yeah, they definitely did. It's oh like the, God. it's like the what's it? It's like they sing Barbara Ann by the Beach Boys, but it's like Bob Ron. It's like that's the guy he comes to visit. He's like the Bob Ron or something. I, I I fucking totally forgot that. I can't believe that. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. Oh my God, it's a, <laughs> they are they like sing that. Though, it, yeah. They sing it at the school, and they and then at the end of the movie when they're at the temple. Uh-huh. They, they're all singing. It's like the end, the end, like credits part of the movie. They're like, Bobby I mean, Rock. I love, I love the monks because of how wholesome they are. But I mean, they do, they do go over the top silly. So I don't know if I mean that's you know what I mean. Like it's a little. It was just a thing. You got to have silly monks in your movie in the nineties, well, right? So like, but like just displaying, <laughs> displaying like all the monks as these silly people probably isn't the best thing to do as far as like you know issues like, of representation. Maybe like, oh, look at these monks. They're silly, but in. I mean, they are very wholesome, and I mean, when they get when they flip out about Julie not killing that bug, 
Oh, dude, they fucking... Oh, Julie trying to kill the button. They, they stopped totally her. shunned her. How long was, was, was she shunned for? Probably they, a while. She probably they didn't talk to her at all. They didn't even no. eat with her. They were eating in that little kitchen alone. Yeah, getting drunk with Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah, with this, they were <laughs> drinking in there, weren't they? Yep. yep they, they were, were partying in there. <laughs> yeah, there was a party. Absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's funny because we're talking about the monks being silly and then the, obviously the monks in Surf Ninjas being silly. But then there's also the monks in Ace Ventura when nature calls being silly. And one of those monks is is the same monk, the skinny, small main monk that's in this movie. Is it the same Isn't universe? He the one that talks to, he's trying to get Ace to leave. Yeah, that's that guy. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, those monks didn't like Ace. Yeah, but then when they remember what though they're uh when he when he leaves, they're like throwing a giant party and they're oh, acting yeah. silly. The they're one guy runs like, across like naked and stuff. They're like they're doing control. acrobatics in the background, they're doing flips and shit. Yeah, so, so silly monks just is like a, a weird thing. Maybe that's a common thing with monks. They're just silly when uh when they let loose a little bit, you know? They get comfortable they, they fucking do when silly they go, stuff. When they go bowling up against racist bowlers. Oh, and then they... <laughs> the, that guy was like... The, that's the... <laughs> it was ridiculous. He was so racist convert, They convert those dumb racist bowlers into being cool people and accepting uh, Japanese monks. <laughs> they turn it around on them. And they're teaching them. They're teaching them how to bowl. Um, I don't know. Miyagi style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty ridiculous. It's so uh, weird. <laughs> and then and then the, the the climax of the movie, the the end battle. Uh, I I, I wish it was was more Julie centric because it started. It was like they had to toss Eric in there. Yeah. Why am I, I wish Eric I wish fight? he was never part of it. I wish he would have just been on the sidelines the whole time. I mean, I he's a character. I think that's what bothered me. Yeah, but I I wish it was more like Julie. Sure. Like her, her fight, not his yeah. fight. Eric had more yeah. fights than Julie. Yeah, he, he fought did. on the roof. He fought that goofball, I guess, a little bit, didn't he? Because Julie's clearly too overpowered. I already. guess, yeah. Just too much. She should have fought before they went to the monastery. Just one more time. Kung fu, yeah. And Very what was karate. the purpose of that like circle fight that they had on the dock? To, like to kill Eric? Yes, he was gonna. They were gonna murder him. Yeah, yeah they yeah. were. Gonna, they, I think so, right? Yeah, he was gonna kill yeah, because, him. They're gonna kill him. Yeah, because right. at one point he says, uh, "Dugan says, finish him off." Yeah, yeah he was gonna, yeah, he was gonna have him murder a child. And uh, then when, and then when Ned's fighting Julie, he says, to, "He goes, put her away." Yeah. <laughs> the hell, dude! So fucked up, uh, dude. Man, yeah. And then like Ned basically like once Ned's beaten, he like that's all. Then when you see Ned being sympathetic, like he basically. You know, the whole, all the these movies and this franchise, just you got to knock the bully out of these people. Just knock it out of them. Yeah, yeah. and and the final fight is not that great. The final no, fight with Julie and Miyagi, the Miyagi, it's like it could have well, been. It's also Miyagi's. It's Miyagi's fight too, more than Julie's even. Yeah, it's the movie. The movie is like, why? Wow, that's why I think it's a good send. Like it's it's not a bad send off for Miyagi, but like the when the movie. The movie just fucking ends. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, it's just over. <laughs> I mean, I guess they all kind of end that way. The final fight's over. It's like, we're done. Yeah. yeah, they usually do, but they usually end on Miyagi. This is like the only movie where he's not the he's not where the credits roll. That's true. Miyagi what? in this movie, too, is so passive-aggressive. The first time he meets Dugan, he tells him he's going to pretty much eat him for dinner. He tells that story yeah, about awesome. the bowl. Yeah, and then when he meets Eric, when Eric comes to the house to pick her up, he's like passively, aggressively chopping up that cucumber with that knife. It's awesome. And, and asking him to respect yeah. Julie. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? He's like, these veiled threats from Miyagi, dude. I mean, it was, yeah, he says enough. And Eric's like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. 
Yeah. Is Mr. Miyagi having fun? He's a fun guy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, well, you know, um, some people, uh, you know, I, I did find uh, there's not a lot of trivia or anything for this movie or interesting facts. Uh, it didn't do so great at the box office and kind of cemented that they weren't going to make any more Karate Kid movies until they made that uh, remake. with uh, Which they should have called the Kung Fu Kid, in my opinion. With uh, Jackie Chan as Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. and uh, Jada, or um, what's the kid's name? Jaden, isn't it? Jaden Smith, maybe uh, Will Smith's kid. Because, and but you know what though, it may, it helped Cobra Kai get off the ground too because uh, Will Smith is it? Will, Will Smith is a, one of the producers. Oh, I forgot um, about that on Cobra Kai. So that kind of, in a weird roundabout way, helped uh, you yeah, know that's fund, true. fund that show. Um, but does, and, does, and no, so did Will Smith get to own that franchise? Like, he's, he's was he part like part of the rights things, or did oh, he just want to keep it going? May he might have been maybe some sort of part of the maybe his company, one of his companies or something, has some I sort of know. stake in in it or something. But um, uh, I also found out no Roger Ebert review for this movie, so there's no Ebert Ebert's corner here. Huh. Uh, we, well, we well, find out maybe what, that. I was going to say, maybe that tradition has come to a halt then. I guess we broke the trend of talking about Roger Ebert. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll, I'm sure we'll fi- find some, uh, our way back to Mr. Ebert at one point in time. But as far as reviews go, uh, we, I did find two one-star reviews mm-hmm. and two ten-star reviews that are um, absolutely out of control. Um, this one ten-star, ten out of ten stars says, do not listen to the extremists or haters. This film what? may surprise you. I encourage you to have. I encourage those who have not seen this film to give it a chance. This movie is very underrated. I would consider it to be better than Karate Kid Three, which was poorly written, poorly acted. The villains were way over the top, and Daniel just seems to be nothing more than a punching bag for the bad guys. In contrast, the next Karate Kid is quite enjoyable and a pretty solid movie. Not great, but not bad either. Yet they gave it a ten out of ten. Hillary Swank and Pat Morita do a great job in their roles. Pat Morita gets more screen time. You could make a checklist of all the fu- wise and funny phrases. Adding a girl makes it for an interesting dynamic. And besides, I much prefer the character Julie over the wimpiness of Daniel. Wow, monks- Daniel beats, beats butt. <laughs> the monks were funny and good lessons were taught there. The scene with Miyagi picking out her dress was hilarious. The monks controlling the bowling... The bowling, the bowling balls brought to me to laughter. Okay. Miyagi walking in on Julie demonstrated the difference between handling girls versus guys. The scene with the hawk was done well. I also thought the guy what, what the main sentence. bully did a good job of playing his part. This movie is, it was a personal favorite of the four, but ranking in terms of movie, of movie quality, it goes Karate Kid 1, 2, 4, then 3. But yet they gave this a 10 out of 10. In conclusion, while far from perfect film and admittedly flawed in some areas, the next Karate Kid is not nearly as bad as some people say it is, but it's a pretty, pretty enjoyable movie. Don't listen to the extremists or haters. This movie is definitely worth your time and arguably the funniest of the four. I rank this a 7 out of 10, but give it 10 stars to make up for those ridiculous one-star ratings. Uh, okay. What's, who, who are the extremists? The movie extremists? Yeah, I don't what understand. are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I just love that they kept mentioning the, the extremists. Uh, this I, other I tennis, 
this other 10 out of 10 review from IMDb is might be one of my favorite reviews I've ever read. It's uh, it's also one of the shortest reviews I've ever read uh, for a film, but it's also one of my favorites. Uh, 10 out of 10 stars. Uh, it says more than just a karate film. Uh, I'm not sure if I've ever even seen this film, but I'm sure it's pretty good. What? What? Wait a minute. What? All right. What the fuck? How bored are you that you're writing reviews for movies you haven't seen? Yeah, yeah you're not even sure. <laughs> What? Did he just look it up? How'd that happen? There's no more? (laughs) No, that's it. Oh, man, I want to know the story behind that. What happened there? What the fuck, I'm not sure if I've I've even seen this film, (laughs) but I'm I'm sure it's pretty good. The end. I I gotta know. You know what? You know what? That was at the start of the corn. That was at the start of the pandemic. It was March of 2020. Okay, then he had time to watch it. But he didn't bother to, just to make sure he'd seen it before. And maybe he was like, looking oh, to watch it. Dude. You know, right now at this point in the pandemic, sure, you're like you're maybe you're that bored. But like in the early stages of the pandemic, you're just like that. Uh, Rolling IMDb, <laughs> just like writing random reviews. I think the I think the early stages, people felt like more hopeless, and then they just decided like, oh fuck it, I'll just live my normal life. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so, so the one I got two one star reviews. They kind of have a similar theme going for. Uh, okay. For them. So uh, we'll 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 see what happens here. Okay. Uh, this first one is one out of ten stars. It says abomination. Oh man! After several referrals from friends and hearing their incessant quoting, I decided to see this film. I grew up with the Machio movies, but never had the pleasure of watching this train wreck of a movie. We meet Swank's character, and with no regard for subtlety. We learn her story. Teenage girl, parents died, mad at life, no respect, looks like a dude. That was a... Oh, that's no, nice. <laughs> no, no, no. But when we find out her parents died, when he, she just he like yells at her grandma like about her parents, my parents are dead. I like, love that. Oh, <laughs> and then and they're not coming I, back. <laughs> no, and I felt Mr. Miyagi, he's like, oh no. Like, he clearly knew that already, but it's just like, oh shit. Like, there's no way that didn't come up in conversation before that moment. But as a viewer, right. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's just like one of those. I feel like it's in a lot of 90s and 80s movies where they just toss out like yeah. a character part port right there. Um, but yeah, they, uh, why do we have to mention? Why do we have to say that? The, why do we have to say this? That Hillary Swink looks like a dude. Why do we have to be like that? Because I don't um, to show her true, defiance, really. she sneaks out a lot. Where does she go? That's right. Swank visits an injured hawk on the top of her school building that she feeds raw meat to every other day. Genius. Jester from Top Gun is the faux Cobra Kai sensei. It's depressing to watch Michael Ironside's career take, take such a nosedive. Get it? With each of his scenes. Ugh. Absolutely. The FBK is, is pretty ridiculous. Somehow, they get away with trespassing vandalism arson property damage and assault what do they mean fbk uh i mean they're clearly talking about the alpha elite yeah so i don't know because they are some pseudo rotc and what was with the prom bungee scene the love connection between the two homosexuals swank and conrad is entertaining all right all right this person i'm not get out of get this out of here i'm done with this get this guy out of here he just throws his shit out there. This is fucking horrible. <laughs> Gee, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, maybe this is what they meant by the extremists. Oh, FBK was Adolf Hitler's SS uh, security unit. Cool. Yeah, so see, hey, guess what? 
neither of us knew what that was. But this yeah. man knows Adolf Hitler's security. Yeah, why do you know that? I think we've, I think we've <laughs> learned all we need to know. Like they'll put it in a review and call a bunch of high school like maniacs this name, and then <laughs> his views and what he thinks Hillary Swank is and what she looks like. This is okay. The pieces are coming together. I'm getting to know this guy. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very quick. And then it says, and of course, watching Swank perform karate moves is nothing short of hysterical. Best line of the movie, Miyagi explains to Swank, your grandpa saved Miyagi life a long time ago. So Miyagi tried to say thank you. Teach him karate. He loved karate. He teach your father. Your father teach you. To which Swank replies, and then they died. Everybody died. Awesome. It was this scene in the delivery of that line that I learned the real range of Swank's talents. I also projected what I was drinking out of my mouth across the room. Okay. How was this, how was the jump off of to Swank's career? How was this the jump off to Swank's career? I have no idea. It's just sad that this movie was the last thing we'll remember from Pat Morita's acting career. Pretty sure he was in other stuff after this. I thought so. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, I, maybe not as notable, but he was in other I stuff. Think we wa- I, I, I think we watched one of them. Well, we watched that one with John Claude. I wonder right, what I think that was one of his later movies. It, I think it was, yeah. Not that that's a that, not that that's you know a big one to kind of drive home about. Uh, Desert but, Heat. Uh, yeah. And then says, "I understand he needed the money, but this is a travesty towards his memory. Rest in peace, Pat Morita. We forgive you. We forgive you. Yeah, who's we? Did. Also, yeah, this guy doesn't speak for us. Also, did Pat Morita need the money? How do you know that? Does he I'm know good. he was down on hard luck at the time? I love how when people people see a movie and they don't like it, they just assume everybody in it like just needed the money. Yeah, they needed money. There's a there's another there's another Pat Morita that I loved, would love to watch. I don't know. We'd have to try to find it streaming somewhere. There's one he did with Jay Leno. It's an action. Oh, I remember cop. that movie. It's called it's like, like a something... buddy cop, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a buddy cop movie. It's called like something rescue or something. And uh, but anyways, there's one more one star review. It's not as long. It's one out of ten stars. Says Swank stank. Hillary Swank is an unattractive piece of work in this unattractive piece of work of a film. Pat Morita, despite for dis- desperate for work, any kind of work, agreed to reprise his role <laughs> as the karate teacher and bring his brand of karate to the silver screen once again. Except this time, Hillary Skank Swank is the student. Dude, why? Is I can you can just see the Hollywood writers getting excited about the idea of having a tormented, spoiled brat female take the role from Ralph Macchio. The film does not work on any level, and it's boring on every level. There is nothing interesting here, not even a lesson for anyone to hold on to. The film what? was made without any thought of making any thought other than making money because it's just so bad. I would gladly spit on all of the actors in this film for having been involved with it. And have the writers blacklisted for their miserable and insulting efforts. Wow, dude. This is an angry, angry person. I hope this guy, I think this guy was at the Capitol, maybe. So, so salty over the next Karate Kid. Can you imagine I think that? that? I think that that guy was friends with the other guy. What? A, <laughs> yeah, right? I think it was the same guy. He just has multiple fucking IMDb oh, accounts. Oh, man, he, he submitted two reviews for the same yeah. movie. Why? Why? Skank swank. What? What? Just what, because it rhymes. What was just promiscuous about her in this? Nothing. It just rhymes, <laughs> and like he's wants think, to insult. I don't her. think she's a very promiscuous uh, known actress either. He she's been where things are like that, sure, but I don't think she's. You know, uh, I also realized looking acting. at her, 
I also so realized looking at her IMDb when we were uh, while watching this movie that I've really not seen a whole lot of movies she's been in. Uh, the other one I can think of than this is Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, I've seen that and uh, Boys Don't Cry uh, and then uh, The Core. Remember that one she was in? Oh, I just watched that a while ago. Yeah, I remember that. And <laughs> That is not a great movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. <laughs> I think there's like maybe like one other one that I remember seeing, but I was like, yeah, I was like, wow, I've really never, I've not really seen a lot of movies. She's in some Netflix movie that looked cool and I have on my list, but I never watched it. It's called I Am Mother. Oh, I've, I've seen stuff for that. It looked fucking spooky. Yeah. I think she's pretty a robot. Cool. She's like an animal. Oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty cool. So, yeah. Uh, but anyways, so that was uh, the next Karate Kid. It's, it's a fine entry in the Karate Kid. Yeah, uh, it was good. The Karate Kid series. I, I don't. It's, I don't think people need to hate on it so hard. Or... Is it the craziest one? It's just because of the fucking Alpha Elite. I mean, they're nuts. They're fucking crazy in this. They're very yeah. nuts. I think that that, as far as bad guys go, they're def. Like I said, they 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 step it up from three, where three was out of control too. Is three the one so in they, Japan? No, that's two. Three's crazy too, though, because they they're dealing with that Japanese or two is crazy because they're dealing with that Japanese gang. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty ridiculous in that one, but not as not as absurd as in three. Three is pretty, yeah. pretty ridiculous as far as the that version of Cobra Kai, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, but yeah, and then obviously Cobra Kai season three was awesome, but Pat hasn't got there yet. So we, uh, I started. I'm getting there. Start episode so one was awesome. For ne- the asteroid got- hit the Earth. Oh shoot! I don't want to spoil the that fuck part. Up. <laughs> the asteroid comes and yeah, the asteroid man. I can't believe that part happened. It was nuts. Uh, so for next, week on, next week on the podcast, uh, I found this company called Multicom Entertainment. Don't like where this uh, is going. Okay, yeah, they, this is already they off. They put out list. a few movies. <laughs> they, I don't think they had anything to do with these movies at the time. Some of these movies we watch for the podcast, like Amityville, about it's about time, or Amityville 1992, it's about time. But then I think maybe there's one other movie I watch for the podcast that they've distributed since then, maybe bought the rights or something. But there are a number of movies that this company has put out on their own. And they all look absurd listed here. And I figured we'll each pick one uh, uh, out of this set uh, okay. of movies. So I don't know who uh, I, uh, I don't know which one of you two would like to go first in picking one of these movies. Uh, I don't know. Does not matter? <laughs> I'll go. Okay. So okay. Pat. Pat is going to go first. He's going to pick the first of our of our few uh, multi-com entertainment uh, movies. So the choices you have here. Okay, are you okay. ready? You want me to just go by title alone? Yeah, I mean, I could send you posters of them, but I think you'd be okay. All right. So here's 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 the first one. Teenage Space Vampires. Ooh, okay. All right. The Incredible Genie. Okay. Josh Kirby Time Warrior Trapped on Toy World the fuck josh kirby, josh kirby time warrior X from 70 billion 70 million bc okay mystery monsters johnny misto boy wizard and aliens in the wild wild west um i'm gonna go johnny no i want to do magical genie is that what it is incredible genie incredible genie sounds pretty bad i picked that Okay, so all right, the most low key one. It sounds like all right. So this is Pat's choice that we are watching uh, the Multicom Entertainment movie. 
Uh, no, it's on Amazon Prime, and it is called The Incredible Genie. So uh, I don't, Nick, I'll I'll list these Sorry, off next time. time. So you, I'll uh, list list these off again next time, so you can uh, so you can pick one. Next oh, I'm not time. picking. Oh no, you're gonna pick one of these. You're gonna pick. One. No, maybe I'm mystery, not. I'm maybe gonna... mystery monsters uh, no. caught your eye, or no. aliens in the wild, wild west. Or maybe nope. teenage space I vampires. Can, I will write. I will write them all out on a piece of paper. I will number number them, and I will roll the dice, and then fate <laughs> will decide. Oh wow! You're gonna roll the dice on them. Nick, Nick doesn't want to be complicit in his own demise. Correct. <laughs> well, what if he picks something like teenage space vampires and is like, "Wow, this was amazing. I w- I'm glad I, I picked this." I'm not picking it. The dice will. I can't wait to oh. introduce, introduce the dice to the podcast. I'm surprised you're not you're not all about wanting to go with uh, Josh Kirby, Time Warrior, trapped on Toy World. Oh boy. Ugh. Yeah, man. I mean, that's Pat's expression was the best. Just, <laughs> just phlegm in the throat. Just like, oh god. <laughs> there we go. Pat picked it for us. He's a, he's picked a, the incredible genie. Right, so we'll see. Stop mentioning my we'll name so much about this. Yeah, we'll Pat. What... Pat, this movie. You, did you make <laughs> this movie? Actually, don't be pinning this on me. This. I think you said you wrote it. We'll see. We'll see what what brings uh, what what it brings us with uh, with Pat's pick for next week on the podcast, the Incredible Genie. Pat picked this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat picked this all on his own. Yep. So whatever whatever torment we have here, it's uh it's uh Pat's fault. So four B movie good. breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm Nick. I'm Pat. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. Be-